Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring another returner. We have the assistant men's golf coach at Mississippi State, Colton Lapa. Colton, welcome back, man. How you been? Yeah, good, man. I'm happy to be back on the pod, this time as a coach, last time as a player. So uh, thanks for having me back on. Absolutely, man. And I'm really interested to kind of get into just all that and everything. But, you know, I want to give a little refresher for the listeners out there. You know, um, Colton's from the Arizona area, played at Nebraska, then transferred to University of Arizona, played professionally, like you said, before we had you on episode 28 early on in the podcast days. And uh, it was really cool to meet you at the Bakersfield Open, you know, when you were playing and everything and stuff. So it's really cool to see, you know, kind of the transition you've made from a player to a coach and stuff. But like I said, last time we had you on, you know, you were doing some coaching. I know you had some coaching experience, but you were playing professional golf. And now you're the full-time assistant men's coach at Mississippi State. Tell me what's it been like coaching full-time? Yeah, you know, it's been great. I miss um, I miss playing. I miss going out to the Bakersfield Country Club and, and playing the <laughs> Bakersfield Open. That always felt like kind of my major because I loved it so much and I had a lot of good success there. But yeah. Um, no, it's been it's been great. It's been a it's been a fun transition. We can kind of talk a little bit more about how it all happened, but just really thankful for the opportunity to be coaching at Mississippi State and uh, working along a great head coach. And uh, we've got a great group of guys. And um, you know, with my wife being there as the assistant women's coach, it's it's just a really cool opportunity to be in the SEC and and start my coaching career on the men's side uh, at a really good university. There you go. I mean, that's what it's all about, man. If you can get in on, you know, in the SEC, especially like it's really cool to get in on a coaching job like that, because there are a lot of coaching jobs, but they're really hard to get like, you know what I mean? And and it seems like, you know, there's always a bunch of people applying for them and stuff. So it's really cool that you've been able to get in there and stuff and just, you know, really enjoying it and everything. But, um, you know, what's it, you know, putting the clubs like to the side and now you're developing players do you miss playing professionally? Like, do you continue to grind on your game or are you just kind of okay with not playing? Um, I definitely grind on my game still. Um, yeah. And my guys will tell you that too. Like every time <laughs> we have a slight break in practice or it's kind of a player's practice, the first thing I do is go get my golf shoes, lace up and and get on the range and start hitting with the guys. And nice. uh, they'll always be like, coach K you playing today? And you know, whether I can or I can't, I've always got that itch to go out there and play just because I love the game and right. I love just seeing myself get better. And and that's the one thing I miss when, when I was playing, it's just the, 
the daily, you know, thought and drive of, you know, I'm getting better today. I'm working really hard, but the, the transition's been, been good. I, I play a lot with the guys when I first stopped playing, I think I was a little bit burnt out. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My game wasn't really in a great place when I stopped playing. Um, it was good, but it wasn't as good as I thought it could be. Mm-hmm. And so when I took the job, I started recruiting a lot in the summer and then fall came and I really just wanted to learn about my guys. Like I didn't really know too much about the guys. I wanted to know where, where they're from, their family life what they're interested in, their golf games. So I didn't really play a whole lot in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got back this spring and I, you know, we were having a team meeting and I told all the guys and I said, Hey guys, you know, I was, I was pretty burnt out in the fall, but this spring, I really want to play with you guys a lot. Like I've got the itch. I got it over winter break. I really want to play with you guys, develop with you guys. And, and, you know, you can learn from me and I can learn from you. And so Played a lot with them this spring, um, started out playing really good in the spring. And then <laughs> once we got to like March, April time, my game kind of hit the roadblock a little bit, and so, <laughs> um, shut it down for kind of, you know, SEC championship, regionals, national championship, all that stuff. So, yeah, um, but I get, in the, I get amongst it with the guys. I, I love it. I love the competition. We have, we can go into it a little bit more, but I mean, we just have the greatest team. I'm I'm very thankful for for the guys we have at Mississippi State. That's awesome, man. It's really cool to hear that you've been able to get out there with them quite a bit. And and I'm telling you what, I mean, you know, if I'm one of those players and you know Colton Lampa's teeing it up next to me, like, dude, watch out! Like, it's not your average coach here. <laughs> no, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I definitely have flashes like that. Um, <laughs> I was playing with a few of our guys and. Um, 10's a drivable par four, 11's a really tough par three, and then, uh, you know, a couple of easy holes to make birdie and stuff like that. But I was like six under or seven under through six, something like that. And uh, they're like, where did this come from? (laughs) No idea. I just showed up today and this is what I got. I told one of the guys and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm kind of going for my record on this back nine. And of course I go bogey par bogey to finish. So nice. <laughs> it's, uh, one of those things that you just never talk about, but uh, yeah. no, it's, it's good, man. It's uh, it's fun. I think they learned from me and I've got a pretty wicked bunker game. So I love getting in there with the, the guys and, and getting some bunker work. And um, I just love getting amongst it with our guys. It's, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. And it's cool to know that, that, you know, the, the game and the competitiveness is, is there still, you know, so it's nice to get out there and feed that addiction, you know? <laughs> oh, it never goes away. Yeah. I love it. Every time I teed up, I'm always wanting to beat those guys. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome to have a coach like that. And, you know, that, that would be so fun to be able to do that and stuff. But um, I mean, you've had previous experiences coaching, you know, at both at Nebraska and university of Denver, um, but they were for the women's teams, you know, kind of tell me about those previous experiences and how they compare to now you're coaching a men's team at Mississippi State. Yeah, Denver, Denver was a great experience. Um, we went to regionals both, both times I was at Denver. We had a lot of success. I got some head coaching experience when I was there. Yeah. Uh, and then transitioned to be the associate head coach at Nebraska. Yeah. Um, really had a good time there. Uh, the biggest thing I've kind of learned between men's golf and women's golf is I would say on the women's side, they care more about the, how the team finishes mm-hmm. and on the men's side, there is care about how they finish as a team, but yeah. there's also a lot more talk about where they stand individually, um, mm-hmm. 
swagger is brought up a lot more with the PGA Tour U rankings. Our guys are always checking the PGA Tour rankings and they're looking at strength of field and they kind of just care a little bit more, I would say, about what other teams are doing. They check yeah. in with their friends and other teams. So it's, I would say on the women's side, it's very team driven. On the men's side, they're team driven, but also really good splash of, I should say, a healthy mix of individual hair and success and, and looking at their rankings and stuff like that and kind of where they stack up. So it's pretty similar. Um, but I would say on the men's side, they're, they're very driven to take their game to the next level because a lot of them do have dreams of playing on the PGA tour. Nice. You know, and it's, I think it's cool to hear how, I mean, I wish, I don't know why they don't have an LPGA tour you ranking or something for the women, but you know, it's cool to hear how, you know, the guys are really looking at, you know, strength of field wagger. And obviously, I mean, at the end of the day, I know there's, there is the team aspect with golf, but yet, you know, you kind of want to see, you know, if they want to play professional golf, you know, they kind of want to check out, you know, their wagger and the PG tour you ranking. So it's cool to hear how, you know, there's that, that healthy mix, like you said, um, that that's pretty cool to hear. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. And I mean, we have one of our guys, um, Pedro Cruz Silva. He's from Portugal and, you know, he's trying to make his national team to go play in, in, in world tournaments and yeah. that team. And so they take it's uh, the best two or three guys from Portugal. And so he's always checking his wagon to make sure he's on that team and he's going to the, you know, wow. the events to represent his country. And so there's a lot that kind of goes in that and and they they pay very close attention to it. So it's fun to be a part of. Nice, man. That's pretty cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm it seems like, you know, you're you're uh, at a good spot and it seems like you're really enjoying it. But, you know, I'm curious about, you know, what you've been able to learn about yourself as a coach. You know, something I hear from other coaches kind of in the college golf world is that, um, you know, you kind of learn about what kind of coach you're going to be and stuff. So I'm curious, like, what have you learned about yourself as a coach? I was talking to uh, I was talking to my wife about this last night, actually, and I was yeah. asking her kind of what are you a player's coach? Are you a developmental coach? You know, what uh -huh. kind of coach are you? And I was like, what kind of coach do you see me as? Um, and she said that I'm a very relatable coach. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it, because I just got done playing. I can help the guys. So we had uh, we had four guys graduate this year and they're mm -hmm. all turned pro. And yeah. so. Throughout this spring, I was meeting with them to talk about playing on the All Pro Tour, the G Pro Tour, um, stuff out in Arizona, the Asher Tour. Um, mm -hmm. You know what the best Q Q school sites are. What's it look like for Corn Ferry Q school? Would you go over to Asia and play that Q Q school, European Q school? So you know, I'm talking about all of that stuff with our guys. And she was just saying, that's very relatable. You know, a lot of coaches, they're older. They haven't mm -hmm. been amongst it, like the guys that are, you know, just getting into it. And so I thought that was a really good way of putting it. I just finished playing. I really understand what the guys are going through, whether the highs of playing really well or the lows of kind of, you know, going through the going through the stuff. And yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Golf, golf is very hard. And so I would say I'm a very relatable coach. I love just talking to the guys, learning from them and just kind of helping them in their journey and kind of just developing them um, as players throughout their four years at Mississippi State and being able to help them kind of enter the real world and, and chase that professional golf dream. There you go. And, you know, your wife's a pretty smart gal. I think that's a great answer as well. You're such a relatable coach. You know, obviously, 
you know, you're, you've had experiences playing professionally and, you know, kind of just been there, done that a little, you know, and, and being able to help these guys out and kind of guide them and stuff. So it's, I think that's a, yeah. Hey, good on her for good on her for that answer. <laughs> uh, no, I would agree. I thought it was, I thought it was perfect. Cause when I first wanted to say, I would say a, a player slash developmental coach and, uh-huh. um, I would say more player coach. A lot of our guys get a lot of their swing work done with their swing coaches. Yeah. Uh, and then Dusty, our head coach, and I both do a lot of course management, mental work, short game, um, you know, just stuff like that. And so just feel like I can develop them around the golf course and their mental game, but also just be very relatable with them and kind of go through the highs and lows with all of all of our guys. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's great to have that as a coach. Cause I mean, I know there's, you know, there's a fair amount of coaches that, you know, are a bit older and stuff. So it's, it's a little harder to maybe relate, you know, whereas you're, you know, pretty young guy yourself and stuff. So that's, no, that's cool, man. It's cool to hear. And I'm sure they're there. I know they're lucky to have you as an assistant coach over there at Mississippi state. So thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely, man. But, you know, I'm really curious about just the process of getting the job at Mississippi state, like kind of take us through what that was like and, interviews and i mean were you actively looking for a coaching job or did it just kind of just you know come out of nowhere yeah man it honestly a pretty wild story so i flew out to the national championship to support my wife uh they made it last year yeah so i flew out there i watched them and when i was out there i was watching and walking around i'm like man like i kind of miss coaching but i'm also really happy playing like Mm -hmm. I've only played one corn fairy key school. I've never been over to Europe to play key school. And then the two times that I played Canada key school, I got status. And so, you know, I really wanted to see it through and give myself a realistic shot. And so out in Scottsdale, they leave. I'm getting ready to fly up to Canada for a Monday qualifier. And um, I get a, well, I get a text first from my wife and she said, Dusty is thinking about calling you for the assistant job because the previous assistant assistant took the head coaching job at Augusta University. So Stephen Payne went over there and so mm-hmm. Dustin had a spot open. And so she's like, he's going to call you. Are you, you know, are you interested? And I said, I mean, kind of, but not really. Like I'm still, yeah. I kind of want to see this through. So he calls me and yeah, I just had like a really good feeling about it. Like, you know, he was not pushy on me about accepting the job. He totally understood that I was still playing and, you know, he respected that. And uh, whether I said yes or no, like it was going to be all good. And so I fly up to Canada and I've kind of got that on my mind, trying to Monday qualify. I, I was playing really well, made a bad score on number nine and then just turned and, um, just kind of got in my head a little bit about whether I should keep playing or take this job. And yeah, I remember getting done going back to the hotel and I just sat there and like kind of cried just to figure out what, what was the right path for me. And yeah. so yeah, I called my main sponsor and I just said, Hey man, like, you know, I've been given this opportunity, you know, I, I really want to be with Lauren. I want to be with my family. I think this might be the, a really good opportunity for me to maybe get back into coaching with it being in the sec. And I mean, I can't say enough good things about him because he fully supported me, whether I kept playing or I took the job. He said, we are here to support you, Colton, the golfer, the person, whatever you need to do. That's wow. that's what we're going to do to do to support you. And I I was just 
amazed and shocked because I thought, you know, he would want me to keep playing, but for him to say that meant a lot. And so, um, I texted Dusty and I said, Hey, I still need about five to seven days. Like I just got to really soul search and figure out what I want to do. And, uh, yeah, a couple of long days and back and forth. Um, but ultimately I called Dusty and I said, let's do this thing. You know, I love playing, but you know, with Lauren being at Mississippi state, I don't really see her a whole lot. And, um, you know, one day I would love to be a head coach. And so I think this would be a great opportunity for me to kind of step into that role. And so, yeah, accepted the job and hung the sticks up and got <laughs> off the road and started recruiting the next, uh, next Mississippi state golfers. But it was, it was an extremely, extremely hard decision. Um, yeah, and, I bet and that took a lot of days to, to figure out and decide. I bet. You know, it's funny that you talk about, you know, going to the national championship. I remember um, I remember seeing you there and yeah, you just looked right. like you wanted to jump over those ropes and like and like go out there, you know. So um, I, I could kind of tell, you know, there was a little something that you had thought, you know, thought about or missed about being on you know that side of the golf and golf part of it all. But, um, you know, I know you're you're one hell of a player either way. And to have the knowledge and experiences you've had as a coach, I mean, that's, you know, that's just awesome. So, I mean, hey, really congratulate you on making that tough decision, because I'm sure there was, you know, there's a lot of, you know, things inside you pulling you one direction and the other direction. But, you know, sometimes you just got to look at the bigger picture and stuff. So, but, um, you know, golf is always going to be there. So 100%. You know, so and it's really cool to take the job that, you know, the coaching job and look at you now. I mean, you're really enjoying it, seems like, and just loving everything about Mississippi State. So that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's been good. Ultimately, it was it was the right decision. The the thing that was kind of holding me back the most, I would say, is just like I said, I had only played one Corn Ferry Q school and Mm -hmm. I never got to go to Europe because of Q or uh, COVID. And yeah. just didn't feel like I was ready for that first year. And so that was my only hiccup is that like, I didn't feel like I gave my full best effort because I only got to play one time. Yeah. But I've kind of come to grips with that. It's really hard. Golf is really hard for <laughs> yeah. don't understand. I mean, it's, it's just, it's so challenging. So yeah. ultimately I'm, I'm where I should be right now. There you go, man. Well, and hey, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I'm just really curious about, you know, kind of tell us about the program at Mississippi State. Like, what does a week look like for you being an assistant coach? What does it look like for a golfer there? Like, what's the schedule look like for you guys? Well, Mississippi State's awesome. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> I, uh, I've actually learned a ton this year. Um, I've learned a lot from Dusty Smith. He uh, he came from Vanderbilt after spending six years there and mm-hmm. uh, he just finished up, I believe, his sixth year at Mississippi State or he might be going on his sixth year. But I've just learned a lot from him. Um, he talks a ton about team culture and kind of when I was growing up and even my early years of coaching, I always just thought, you know, if you recruit the best players, you're going to have the best team. And that's that was kind of my mentality. Um, but I really learned from him how to develop players and just what it means to have good team culture and how that can affect the team and make the team play better and, and seeing the guys all bought into what we talk about. And so can't say enough good things about him. I love working with him. He's one of my best friends now. And I show up every day at Mississippi State, just really excited to work with him and work with our guys and just really, really thankful right now. But a typical week, we do a lot of our 
what we do every practice in the morning. So gotcha. on Monday, we'll work out from six to seven. We'll start practice uh, around 830, do practice then. Tuesday is typically the off day for the guys. Uh, Wednesday, we've got morning practice. Thursday, we've got gym in the morning and then practice right after. Mm -hmm. Then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we usually are uh, qualifying. So gotcha. um, if we need to qualify for a tournament, we usually use those days and that's kind of a typical week for us and then dusty and i usually grab some lunch after we'll we'll knock out some work right after that as well and then he's got uh he's got a family he's got three daughters um so he goes back and spends time with his wife and his his kids and i go back and um either get a workout in or kind of map out what the following days are going to look like so um it's the first time I've ever been around a program that has had morning practice and I can't say enough good things because yeah. most of our golf is always played in the morning. Um, and so it's nice getting the guys, you know, they're not tired after class, they come out ready, yeah. uh, feed after it. And so it's, it's been great, but just can't say enough good things about our guys and, and the team culture. That's, that's like the forefront of Mississippi state golf. Like we talk about team culture more than we'll ever talk about results. And yeah. we have what I believe a true brotherhood at Mississippi State. So it's been fun. It's been fun. That's awesome to hear that, you know, the, the team culture is such a big thing because I think I would completely agree. Like a lot of people might think, oh, you know, if you get the best players, it's good. You know, everybody's just going to be, you know, mesh well and stuff. But if you have that culture and just like, like dogs on your team, you know, guys that want to go out there and grind it out, like, you know, like, that's just is only going to make the team chemistry better, but everybody's going to be working towards, you know, the big goals and stuff. And, um, and I, I do, do you do the workouts with them in the mornings? Cause I, I would not want to work out next to you. Cause you're, uh, it just would be, I mean, Colt Lapa, everybody, this guy is a unit of a coach. Like, I, I mean, if you see him, you, you know, he's coming at you cause he's just massive, but, um, no, it's cool to hear that, you know, you are so involved with the program and team culture is something that you guys really focus on. So yeah, that's awesome. Now, we, Dusty and I do every workout with them. So nice, nice. We're, we're, we're getting in there and, uh, dude, I love it, man. And now that I'm done golfing, like I'm, I'm still mobile for sure, but I'm definitely yeah. lifting a little bit more weights than I used to. <laughs> and it's fun. I love it. And, and Dusty makes fun of me all the time about it. And he's like, Hey, you're always in the gym. And I'm like, yeah, man, like I yeah. love it. Like, yeah i mean he can't keep this time. body it's this body gonna keep itself up i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> but no man it's cool to hear how involved you are and you guys do the workouts and everything like that i mean it's just like you know you guys ask you you guys ask these things of your players and you guys are out there doing it too so that's that's awesome man that's that's, awesome. always, that's always what we say to recruits is you know we'll never put you through a workout that dusty and i are not willing to do um, if you guys are out there running sprints or we're doing bleachers, well, you better know that we're going to be out there too. So um, nice. You know, they, they can really buy into that as well. That's awesome, man. Well, Hey, it's, I mean, Mississippi state sounds like a, you know, a great spot. And I mean, you guys have had an awesome season and everything. And, you know, I know, um, you know, like, like you said, you know, your wife is the assistant coach of the women's team there as well. Kind of tell me what's it like having both of you guys kind of you know, being coaches at the same university in the SEC and stuff. What's that like? It's cool. It's uh, like I said earlier, it's not, it doesn't happen very often. Um, yeah. For two, uh, for, for a couple to be at the same school coaching, especially in the SEC, that just does, doesn't happen. Um, yeah. 
it's been fun. It's uh, I've learned a lot from her and I would say that she's learned a lot from me. We do all of our morning practices with our guys and then she does afternoon practices with our girls. And so I would say when we're both in town, we still don't see each other a whole lot and, until mm-hmm. the evening. You know, she's doing her thing and I'm doing my thing. But I think just learning a lot from each other and talking about tournaments and, you know, I can kind of experience a little bit more about what she's going through and yeah. uh, their team culture is like, and she can learn about our team culture. And it's been fun. It's just rooting for, for her. And they had one of the best years in Mississippi State women's program history. We had one of the best years in men's program history. They won an NCA regional for the first time in program history. The following week, the men won for the first time in program history, a regional. Wow. Um, and so for them to do everything that they did and have the success that they did. And then in my first year to have the success that we had, it was just, it was just really fun. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. they, they had a great year, so it was easy to root for them. And um, you know, she was really supportive of my team and it's been fun having her on the road a little bit. She's really got to know my guys better. So like she's opened up and they've opened up with her. So it's just one big family kind of at Mississippi state. So it's been fun. That is so cool. I mean, like you said, it's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anybody else in, you know, the college golf world that, you know, is like you and your wife, you know, where you're both assistant coach at the same pro, you know, at the same school and, you know, mm-hmm. in the SEC and stuff. That's just, that is so cool, man. You guys are yeah. like the college golf power couple, like <laughs> the Lapas over here. <laughs> I had someone, uh, I had someone text me or reach out to me and they're like, what are you guys doing with those <laughs> programs over there? Cause they're absolutely killing it. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's just been, it's been great. We're, we've been very fortunate and uh, Mississippi state's been great to us. Yeah. And, and, you know, congratulations on the success that both, you know, you and your wife have been able to, you know, have with the teams and stuff. I mean, winning that regional in Morgan Hill for you guys. I know that's that was huge. And then going to nationals and stuff is such an experience. I mean, you were that's, you know, full circle here. I mean, you were at nationals last year, like wanting to coach. Boom. Next year you're at nationals coaching. I mean, that's that's so cool, man. It was cool. Yeah, no, that, that I'm glad you brought that up. That was really cool. Like when I when I went out there and watched the girls uh, last year, and then when I went out there and watched this year, I started walking down the first fairway, and I was like, "Man, a year ago, like I was watching from outside the ropes, like, yeah, it's crazy that you know the the men's program hadn't been there since 2008, and wow. so wow, um, first time in 15 years that the men's program is there, and I'm with them, and we're walking down the fairway, having a good time, and. Yeah, it kind of hit me a little bit because I was like, it's been a it's been a crazy year, but everything worked out the way that it should have. Exactly. And that is so cool, man. What a moment, like you said, yeah. walking down the fairway and you're just like, yeah, OK, everything, you know, everything happens for a reason. It's all good. <laughs> no, 100 percent. Yeah, I definitely felt that this year. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, congratulations with everything there. And I'm looking forward to, you know, the the future for you and the team and everything. But, um, you know, something I'm curious about, I know you're you're currently on a, you're currently going and doing recruiting in, I know in Arkansas, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, kind of tell me about, you know, recruiting from Mississippi state. Like what is it about, you know, junior golfers that you're looking for, or, you know, just are there key attributes or traits you look for in players? Um, Yeah, there's definitely a few things we look for um, how they treat others. 
And that's a big thing. You know, are they respectful to their parents? Are they respectful to rules officials? How are they interacting with their playing partners? You look at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, recruits always think, oh, I don't want to mess, mess up in front of the coach. But it's actually a good thing. Like, if you make a double bogey, I would love to see how your reaction is to that double bogey. Are you yeah. pissed off or are you hungry on the next tee to go out and make a birdie or get a part or something like that? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we're constantly watching the way they act on the golf course. Scores, we typically know if you're a good player player based off your ranking and the scores. Like, yeah. that that part we totally understand. It's more, okay, how do you fit in with our team culture? And are Mm -hmm. you going to fit in with our coaching structure between Dusty and I? Yeah. Um, And basically learn a lot of that through phone calls um, because we can't speak with the kids until June 15th. And so just out here watching right now for the 2025 class and uh, just watching golf. But a lot of the the main recruiting happens on phone calls, official visits, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, visiting their hometown, stuff like that. That's when... Dusty and I really get a feel. Is this player the right fit for Mississippi State? Um, and if you look at our demographic for our team, we have internationals, but I would say most of our players are from the Southeast. And, gotcha. You know, with Mississippi State being a smaller college town, uh, you know, in the South, that's not, you know, someone from the West Coast typically doesn't really come over here. They usually go to the Stanford or the USC's or the Pepperdines. You know, they kind of stay yeah. on that the country mm-hmm. um, so i that's new for me because i grew up on the west coast and yeah. so i understand kind of staying west and i never really thought about going to the south um, mm-hmm. and so for me now being in the south and coaching in the sec i've kind of had to change where i'm looking at recruits um and we get a lot of a lot of our recruits from the southeast region and so um that kind of narrows it down and and then like i said Team culture is everything. So once we can start talking to you, we get a feel for your personality and then we can know pretty quickly if it's going to be a good fit or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, you know, I'm, it, it really sounds a lot like um, coach Wilson at Colorado state. He's a huge culture guy, huge culture guy, you know, and it's a, uh, but it's cool to hear kind of the things that you guys look for in, you know, players when you're watching them, phone calls, visits and stuff, because I know as a junior golfer, gosh, if I would have known, anything you know any insight it's always cool to hear so but um it's really cool and i'm I'm catching you as you're in arkansas you know kind of going and watching some golf so um but no that's cool man and i'm always curious like like you personally what like what wows you about a player like as you're watching him like like is there is there something or an experience you've had yeah there's definitely i can't say the names because they're going to other schools but i've definitely had wows like I'll step up on the tee box and I'll just see a kid's motion or kind of the slots that he's kind of hitting with his golf swing. If the, if the wrist is bowed at the top and how he transitions with that, like there's one kid I remember watching and I was like, wow, like that kid's, that kid's got it, whatever it is, that kid has it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, there definitely is some wow factors for sure. Um, but I would say that Dusty and I, are more ball striker recruiters. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. feel like both of us feel like we can kind of fix short game. We can fix putting. We can kind of fix all of that stuff, but we look for kind of longer hitters, good ball strikers, and then just has a good head on their shoulders and yeah. is yeah. willing to learn, develop, and just be part of what we're looking to hopefully build at Mississippi state. So, 
but nice. yeah, there definitely is some wow factors for sure. Like I, yeah. I had that today, actually. I, um, like I said, I can't say the kid's name, but sure. up and just saw him hit one shot. And I was like, wow, like that was, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'll probably go watch that kid tomorrow and mm-hmm. then, um, just go from there. So yeah. yeah, there definitely are some like wows for sure. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool to hear. You know, it's always like, um, you know, when somebody hits a shot or something, like you said, you know, are you watching some of their something about their swing and you're like, I don't know what it is, but, but he's got it, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool to hear that, you know, those experiences you're having in these recruiting trips and when you're watching players and stuff. And I don't know, that's kind of cool that, you know, you are recruiting the future, you know, players for Mississippi State. That's, that's, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. There's a lot of pressure with that as well because you sure. get the right recruits in and, you know, sometimes it happens. You miss on a recruit, they come in and, you know, their their game isn't quite what you thought it would be. So, um, and that's kind of the base of the program. Like you got to recruit well, you got to develop the players, you got to have them bought into the program. Yeah. You know, there's, there's certain steps, but it, most of the steps start with just, all right, you know, can this kid play for us? And then we can kind of build from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. makes total sense. I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you know, you want to get the right recruits and you want to make sure that they're a good fit for the team, especially with the culture and everything. So makes total sense, but no, I think that's just interesting stuff with the junior golfers out there. So just any insight, I love hearing it. Um, but I mean, from your previous coaching experiences and, you know, the ones that you've been able to attain and obtain just from your time at Mississippi state so far, like what's your favorite thing about coaching college golf? Like, is there, are there, you know, what's the most like fun things you like to do? And maybe what are some of the maybe not so fun things that people don't, you know, maybe see? Um, The most fun things, you know, it's not, it's not winning trophies or, you know, having success. That stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. Like I love it, but the most fun is, the, the travel days, the dinners on the road, the team dinners when we're at home, mm-hmm. like just the, the goofing around that we do on a day-to-day basis with the guys and like doing the jokes and like just going out and play with them. Like that, that to me is the most fun part about coaching. Yeah. The success, the trophies, the, you know, the awards, everything like that. That's all a bonus because mm-hmm. if you work really hard, that stuff will, will come. But the most fun part about coaching has to be when you're on the road with your guys and yeah. you know you're at a dinner and someone orders something ridiculous and like you get to <laughs> laugh and there's some inside jokes there like that to me that's where the bond happens between players and coaches so i would say that's probably the most fun part of the job the least fun part of the job is <laughs> probably the the business work the compliance work yeah um, yeah getting forms in on time the real kicker is making sure you don't lose receipts Um, oh yeah oh yeah So every time you pay for anything you got to use it on the travel card well then you got to return that receipt in Mm -hmm. and when you stop in a subway in the middle of nowhere mississippi (laughs) lose that receipt i mean it is awful trying to get that thing tracked down and so (laughs) you're you're calling a subway shop that doesn't have a phone number basically and yeah get that receipt back and the business office is like, well, we need it. And um, so I would say just <laughs> track of all that stuff. But honestly, man, like there's not there's not 
many things I dislike about the job. Like I'm, yeah. I'm very happy. Like I said, I, I love my head coach. I love my team. I think that's been the the most fun part about Mississippi State is we had 13 guys on this year's roster and every single player on our team, I loved them for a different reason. And um, I felt like I genuinely made a bond with most of our players and the four seniors that just teed it up in their first pro event today at the all pro tour. Like yeah. it's really fun for me now to track that and um, kind of have brothers now, like now that they're graduated, we can be friends and just building that bond between player and coach. It's, it's really, really cool. That is so awesome. You know, and you talk about the, the travel days and all that stuff. It takes me back to, you know, some of my college days where those were some of the, you know, best experiences and memories that people are going to, you know, remember in the, in the banter with the guys and stuff, you know, that's, that is so, it is so much fun and it's cool that you're able to do it on such a more, you know, elevated level in the SEC. Like, you know, it's so cool to hear how much love you have for your team and just your players and your head coach. It's uh it seems like you're, you know, you're really enjoying your time at Mississippi state. That's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. It's just, it's fun. I mean, for NCAA regionals, like, yeah, uh, we had we had two guys that had to stay home. They're walking. So the head coach stayed with Austin Vukovic and Ruan Pretorius. But me and the director of ops, we took the rest of the team out. We went early. We played Poppy Hills. We drove over. We did. Um, we didn't play the part three course at Pill Beach, but we did the little putting course there. Nice. And, and we um, we drove to this like arcade area by the beach. We did a mini putt putt with the guys. It's nice. like those experiences yeah. that just make it all worth it. And like, those are like, that's what I remember. And, yeah. you know, I remember the tournaments and stuff like that, but I'll just remember dinners with the guys. I'll remember the travel days. Like those are, those are things that I'll miss. And, and I'll always remember from this year. That is so awesome, man. It's just uh, to be able to travel. And then, I mean, obviously, like you said, I mean, I know the success and stuff is something that if you work hard, you know, it'll come and everything. But, you know, really congratulations on winning that regional. I mean, I get some really good teams and stuff and making it to nationals. And um, but no, it's it's those little things, like you said, that you'll remember. And those are always just such fun times. So such fun. fun times. So good. That is awesome, man. But um, you know, I'm just curious about now, like, what are your goals for yourself? Like as a coach in the next, you know, do you like to set goals for maybe the next year or two or five years? Like, you know, what are, what are your plans for, you know, Colton Lapa as a coach? Someone, uh, someone asked me that, um, very early on when I took this job and actually wrote down some like program goals for Mississippi state. And then just for me personally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, for this year, my goal was to have our team ranked inside the top 40 consistently. We have program goals as far as, you know, winning two tournaments a year, making it to the national championship, um, making SEC match play, winning SEC championship. Like those are just program goals. Sure. My personal goal was get this team ranked inside the top 40. Well, this year we were ranked every single year or every single week we're ranked inside the top 20 and we nice. got high up to 16. So that was really cool. Um, year two, my goal was top 25 consistently. So that, that will be this next year's goal. And then to go along with our program goal of winning two tournaments, making the SEC match play, making the SEC championship, making nationals. Like those are, 
those are kind of our standards and that aligns with my goals as well. And Mm -hmm. then just personally, as a coach, I want to continue to kind of develop. I would love to learn from other swing coaches. We have a great uh, short game coach um, actually at Mississippi state, Tim Yelverton. He works Mm -hmm. with a bunch of PGA tour players. Um, So this summer and fall, I'd like to start shadowing him to learn a little bit more about the short game and what to look for and just to develop me as a coach. And then long-term, I'd love to be a head coach. Like that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'll be going into my second year as an Mm -hmm. assistant. Yeah. Um, I know it doesn't happen very fast. I totally understand that head coaching jobs are very hard to get, but I think I can get there one day and continue to chase the process and just fall in love with that. And like I said, whatever will happen will happen. And that's kind of, always been my mentality when I was playing professionally and now coaching, like whatever happens happens, but you better know that I'm going to give everything I got. So um, that's just kind of where I'm at. Absolutely. And I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to get to, you know, achieve those goals and not only the program goals, but obviously individually and personal goals of being a head coach. I mean, I don't know anybody that wouldn't want you as a head coach. I mean, if you (laughs) don't, then you don't want to play college golf. I mean, come on. So I mean, hey, it's I, I love hearing just kind of your passion for the not only the game, but also just the passion for players and wanting to develop and just develop yourself so you can help them better, you know. So that's yeah. uh it's cool to hear that. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, man. Like it ain't about me anymore. It's all about our guys. And yeah. so that's always when I show up, it's what can I do for you guys? It's not about me. I'm gonna be the best coach I possibly can for you that day. And you know, sometimes like it's not about golf. Like we've had a few guys kind of go through some some dirty stuff in life. And yeah. so it's just taking the time to ask them like, hey, how are you doing? Like, and they'll say good. And and you're like, no, no, no. Like, how are you actually doing? And mm-hmm. then that's when they kind of open up. And they're like, well, actually, I've been struggling. And I'm like, well, I know, man, I can see it. Like, you just don't seem like yourself. And so it's just um, it's just continuing, continuing to develop myself as a coach to look for certain cues how to develop them as players but just overall like just be there for the guys because it ain't about me it's it's all about them and all the success that we had was not because of dusty or i one of our things is a coach-led team can only take you so far Mm -hmm. but a player-led team is where the magic happens absolutely you know that's kind of how we treat all our guys is this is your program we're here to help you and guide you but this is your program. Like you guys got to take ownership of this. Like this is, this is your team. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a big message for our guys. Yeah. I love hearing that, man. I mean, it's just, I I think you spoke a lot of truth and just like, you know, like you said, I mean, they kind of, you're there to assist them and do whatever you can to help them. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, like you said, this is like your program. You guys are making this experience how you guys want it to be. So I think the hearing how unified you guys are and just, you know, just I couldn't imagine all the good times and all the inside jokes you guys have. And, you know, it's all and they're always going to remember that forever. So, (laughs) yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, we're heading to the last question here, and I'm just curious about this. I know you said, you know, it's kind of all about the team and not you anymore. But is playing professional golf ever something that you want to, you know, pursue again or, or you, or is it, you just don't know, or is it fine putting that kind of to the side? Um, It's kind of just don't know. I would say right now, I, yeah. I definitely want to be a head coach, but I also would love to still play a little on the side. Sure. Um, 
when I was having a couple of good rounds early this spring, I was like, man, I'm going to kind of get my game back and play. I'll go play the all pro tour with you guys. Like I'd love to be there for when you guys tee it up for your first event and mm-hmm. um, definitely talked about it, but shoot, man, it's so dang expensive. It is. It is. Dude, it is so expensive. And yeah. Before, you know, I, I had a backer and, you know, I, I saw the cost and everything like that, but I kind of knew that if I didn't play well, like it wasn't, it wasn't my money. Yeah. It's, and coming out of my account but now if i play it's coming out of my account yeah and so there's there's a lot more added pressure to there and, <laughs> and i don't know if i if i want that and so for right now i'm happy just coaching our guys um i still have my pro status so if i get the itch really bad i can just go play an event maybe mc maybe play well but <laughs> it'll kind of get that little that itch of mine and, and we'll kind of go from there but no i'm really happy with where i am and yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see but happy with where i am there you go i mean it seems like you're you're at a pretty good spot in your life right now so you know definitely just soak it all in and you know i i think it's just it's great to hear the passion you have the love you have for mississippi state they got a great coach on their hands and i think you know you're going to really do some really great things in the game of golf in your future man but you know i That'll wrap up this week's episode of Scramble with Nolan Auto. Colton, once again, man, I wish you nothing but the best in your team. And, you know, I'm always watching and keep an eye out on Colton Lapa. So, man, just really excited for you guys. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. And I always know I uh, you're always watching. You're always watching scores. I always see you checking in. And oh, yeah. You're doing oh, yeah. some nice Instagram posts about podcast alums. So hopefully uh, we can have some success and I can, uh, I can make the – auto uh ig page there you go that's right absolutely man absolutely always love shouting you out any chance i can so but um yeah man just thank you so much for coming on again and just looking forward to the next season for you guys thanks brother appreciate it absolutely have a good one everybody hey everyone thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with dylan auto Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.